Hey guys, welcome to Beyond the Call. I'm Lexi. I'm so excited to get to sit down with you guys today. Um, I really just felt the Lord want me to kind of cast vision over why I even started this podcast. I felt like that was so important just to share because I really feel the Lord on this um, and what He's wanting to do through this podcast. And so, yeah, we'll just get right into it. But as many of you guys know and have read or I've told you, um, I felt the Lord tell me during my DTS last September um, to start a podcast. And I honestly just was like, yeah, no, absolutely not. I brushed it off so quickly. Um, and it's came back up a couple times, but in the last few weeks especially, the Lord just really placed it on my heart um, with honestly like fresh urgency. And I think it's something so special and so divine that he has planned that it's actually hard for me to put words on. Because the last couple of weeks and I guess last year especially, but really the last few weeks, the Lord has just been putting such urgency and a burden on my heart to actually like share the gospel with people. And I know that sounds so crazy because I'm a full-time missionary and I'll get into a little bit of my story here in a sec, but I really just have felt this fresh urgency and the Lord has been um, really just stirring my heart for like this urgency that there actually is, that we get to invite people to the wedding and like what a gift and honor that is. And I just am sitting here right now, I'm thinking, I'm like, God, like, why? Like, why am I sitting in front of a microphone talking right now? What does that have to do with anything? But I just really feel the Lord telling me, like, this is what he wants me to do. Because I think this is a way to share the gospel. I think that this is a way to reach people. And if not, it's still a way um, to bring community together across the world. And yeah, it's so hard to literally put words on what God wants to do here. Honestly, I think I'm still figuring it out too. Um, but when he began to speak to me recently about this podcast, I was like, okay, God, like what, what would it be? Like, what would you want me to talk about? Like, do you want me to tell stories? Like, I don't really know that much. I don't really have all this. I don't have all the wisdom in the world, obviously. None of us do, but... Yeah, I just was like, why me, God? Like, I'm someone qualified to speak about anything, really. And I just felt him tell me, like, he wants me to bring community together um, for his spirit to pour out on. And I just really, really feel like the Holy Spirit in this, that he actually, like, has something so special for us when we come together and pour our oil out together. And I think there are... We can worship together and um, singing the amazing songs and stuff like that. But I actually think that he wants to use this podcast as worship for him as well. Um, and one verse he really has been speaking to me about it is Second Corinthians. Um, what is it? Second Corinthians two fifteen. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. And I just felt like. When we speak and when we come together and when I get to sit down with you guys and you guys listen, like that actually is a sweet aroma to him. And then when we sit in the secret place with him in our Bibles, like that's a sweet aroma to him. And when we stand together and cry out and worship and sing glory to Christ who is crucified, like that's a, a sweet aroma for him. And I was like, God, like, why did you die on the cross? And he's like, because I wanted you to be able to like release this aroma that we couldn't have done without that. And so 
I really just felt the Lord say, like, He wants me to be able to sit down with people of all different backgrounds, all different stories who come from with all different testimonies, and just be able to pull on each other for more wisdom and understanding. And really one main focus behind it was that I was like, there's some things that I would love to talk about, but I have no authority in. And obviously in Christ we all do have authority, but there's a certain level that I'm like, like last week's episode, for example, with Kayla, I was like, I can't talk about seeing. Like, I could explain it to you. I can read the scriptures about it, but I haven't personally experienced seeing angelic or demonic. So I'm like, God, like, what What would that be? How would I speak about that? And I just feel like there's such, like, oh, Lord, there's just... There's just something on it when people come together, you guys. And I literally just feel the Holy Spirit so heavy right now that He wants to do something literally so special. And I know I sound so swirly. My mind's going a mile a minute right now, which it does most of the time if you know me. But (laughs) I really just feel like this is something so divine the Lord is asking me to get to partner with Him in and to bring people into to partner with as well. That it's not just pulling on my wisdom, but actually when we come together and we all have different stories, we all have different backgrounds and gifts and anointings and callings. We've all been to different nations or some of us have never been, but it actually doesn't matter because we all have one thing in common and that's that we love God. That we love Him so much. And so, yeah, I just want to make it so clear to everyone listening to this. First of all, thank you for listening Um, But also just that it's actually not the slightest bit about any knowledge that I have or any knowledge that these people have. But it's actually just supposed to be like provoking in conversation that these are actually conversations me and my friends sit down and have. These are actually like conversations you can sit down and have with people. These are actually conversations and questions you can take to the Lord or to scripture about. It's not just supposed to be to listen, but I actually just would, my prayer in this, would that, would it just be, that it would just provoke your hearts to just go closer to God. Not to sit around and wait for the next episode or the next thing we're going to talk about, because that's great, and I love a good podcast, trust me, I really do, but I actually would just desire that this would draw you closer to Christ in any way whether you have a relationship with him already or whether you don't even know him at all. I think that he really just has something on this that at the end, the ultimate goal of this podcast is to make everyone listening and myself included draw closer and near to Christ. That's really the only goal of this in the end, but I just think it's something so special um, when me and friends or me and people in my life get to sit down and just talk um, about the detail of his handiwork, about the detail of his gifts and anointings, and just pull on each other to gain knowledge and understanding that we've had. But in the end, you can't have true revelation from somebody else's. You actually have to get it from the Lord himself. And so I just really want to encourage all of you guys that if you listen and something in your heart starts burning, don't just keep listening, but actually take it to the Lord. Don't just listen and move on and use what we say, but actually look up the scriptures yourself or actually ask the Lord because we don't know everything and there's going to be so many times we might be wrong. 
And so, yeah, that's kind of my disclaimer message, I guess. I just, yeah, I sound so swirly right now. I'm going to listen back to this and be like, what are you saying, Lexi? But honestly, that's kind of how I always talk, so it might make complete sense to me. But I actually just feel the Lord so heavy on this. And I just know he wants to take this in a direction that I can't even imagine yet. But I really just want to kind of cast a vision for you guys to understand, like, why. Like, why is she sitting down and starting on a podcast? Like, it's really not for my name to be known. I Honestly, my name should not be known. Like, we should know Jesus' name. But if I'm able to speak and because of this podcast, somebody meets the Lord or somebody draws nearer to him, like, it's worth it. And so, yeah, I just have such fear of the Lord over what he wants to do. Um, I have some super exciting episodes coming up here in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned for those. Um, But, yeah, I just also really felt the Lord want me to share my story with you guys, which honestly can get really vulnerable really quick. But I just feel like there's actually something so special in sharing what the Lord's done in your life. And it's like nothing in my own strength, but it's all through him and his goodness and his grace. Um, so, yeah. But before I, pray, before I share, I guess, I'm just going to pray really quick. Um, yeah. So, Lord, I just invite you into this place right now. I just invite you um, to come and begin to minister to every single person's heart who's listening right now, God. I just ask, Holy Spirit, that you would just be so present Um, in this conversation, that you'd be so present in our lives, God, that we could just listen to you with one ear and listen to the world with the other, God. Lord, I just ask that as I get to share what you've done in my life, Lord, and of your goodness, God, I just ask that it would open people's hearts, God, that would be able to minister in whatever way needed, Lord. God, I thank you that none of it was done out of my own strength or of my will, but it was all because of you. It was your will be done. God, I thank you that you fought for me. That I wouldn't be here today, speaking here today, God, if it wasn't for your goodness. So, yeah, Holy Spirit, I just welcome you here, and I ask that the words that come out would just reflect your true character and nature right now, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we love you. Amen. Okay. (laughs) I just, like, feel joy of the Lord right now. I don't know what's going on, you guys. I literally... Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Okay, but yeah, a little bit about my story. I'm not going to go crazy in detail, but um, kind of where the Lord brought me and why I'm sitting here and talking to you guys. Um, But yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home and um, grew up going to church. I went to like a New Testament church, though, so they didn't really talk about the spirits. They didn't really talk about actually like this divine relationship we get to have with the Lord. So I never fully understood it. Honestly, probably never read my Bible. I think I read Job. That was my favorite book of the Bible, which looking back on, I'm like, wow, that's kind of impressive that that's what you love to read the most out of everything in the Bible. But it's probably because I never opened another book, I don't think. (laughs) Which is, yeah, that was my life growing up. I was super competitive as a kid. I have three sisters, one's older and two are younger, and I was kind of the boy of the family for my dad. I played softball and basketball and a little bit of everything at some point, Um, and that was kind of my life. Softball was my, literally was my life. 
that's how I characterized myself, that's who I hung out with, um, and that was everything to me. And so growing up, I didn't have the best home life. Uh, my mom's a strong believer, but my dad's not, and that was really hard for me, um, just because it was almost this constant fight and battle in our home. It didn't ever really feel like home, in a sense. Um, they were never bad parents necessarily, but it just... I didn't actually understand what love was because you really can't know love if you don't know the man of love. Um, and so, yeah, growing up, played softball and played all, really competitively, honestly. And when I talk about this, I'm always like, why do I have to mention it? But genuinely, like, that was my life. Like, that was what I did. That's what brought me joy. That's what consumed every second of my day. And that's what I was always thinking about. Um, and so then when I went into eighth grade... I was starting to play at a higher competitive level, um, and so I started to struggle a little bit more, and that really got to me. And I, like I said, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord, so I didn't go to Him in that. Um, during my eighth grade year, I did decide to get baptized, which honestly I think it was just so I could stand on a stage. I didn't know anything about it, didn't really know the Lord in it. I just wanted to get dunked in water. I think looking back on it now, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know. But there's so much grace in that. Um, and then I went into my freshman year of high school, was still playing softball super competitively. Um, and so people around me started to like drink and smoke and vape and do all of that stuff and just fall into the world of sin really bad. Um, and I kind of prided myself on the fact that I wouldn't do it because of softball. It wasn't because of the Lord. It was because I was like, no, I'm too good for that. Like, I'm going to play in college. It was a lot of pride, honestly. Um, but the Lord did not feel near to me. I didn't feel near to him. I didn't really know him. I would go to church Wednesday nights, would kind of hate it the whole time. I just liked my friends there, honestly. Um, and then towards the end of my freshman year, um, I went through some really, really tough stuff in my life where um, I was taking advantage of really bad in a situation and I truly fell away from the Lord in that moment. I think I fell away from a lot of people, actually, because it made me isolate myself from the pain. Um, and after that, my, um, I was 14 at the time, and then I, when I turned 15, I began to smoke and drink and vape and do everything I could to be able to cope with pain. Um, at that point, I stopped going to church. I was like, I honestly want nothing to do with God. I didn't even really know him, but if anyone asked, like, I always believed, but I wasn't living for the Lord. Uh, COVID hit, and I think like a lot of people, a lot of anxiety and depression came upon my life. Going into my junior year, I was numb to everything. Um, I didn't really care. I just kind of walked through every day, and I look back on it, I'm like, I don't even remember it. I was pretty much high 24-7 for three years straight, feeling numb to the world because that was the only thing to cope with the pain. And I look back on this right now and I'm thinking, I'm just like, God, like, I wish I would have known you. Like, I wish I would have been so much closer to you than I was. Because every single thing I struggled with, it would have been so much easier. And I would have never fallen into it. And if I had, it would have been easier because I would have had the Lord but I know he brought me through what he did for a purpose and for a reason. So I have authority to speak in these 
things now into people's lives, that I have authorities to see people be set free. But yeah, so my junior year was swirling in anxiety and depression. Um, I tried to take my own life and I felt so alone through all of it. I wouldn't have told you that I felt alone, but I didn't know who I was. I did everything from the world to cope with pain and nothing helped. And I just held everything in and let it eat me alive, literally. Um, and so I went into my senior year of high school, um, was getting straight A's, was doing really good in school still. Um, but like I said, I was struggling with addiction really hard at the time. And so I went through all my senior year, had been told I couldn't go to college by my parents, which I look back on now and was literally the Lord in that. Um, and yeah, so then I was able to um, graduate high school. Praise the Lord, that still happened <laughs> with actually flying colors. So that's so good. Um, went into the summer when all of my friends were going to college. Um, was planning on getting my real estate license, really wanted to move out of my house. That was like my one thing I wanted. I was like, get me out of this house, God, please. Um, and all through this, I had a really, really rough relationship with both my parents. Um, basically went on a camping trip, bender weekend, where me and my friends just went absolutely wild right before they all left for school. And when I got home from this trip, I was like, I feel so unfulfilled with my life. Like, literally, what am I doing because this is pointless. All my friends are leaving and I'm here and all I'm doing is like getting high and getting drunk. And like, I need to do something, I need to leave. And so I went to bed and the Lord woke me up in the middle of the night. And at the time I didn't know it was the Lord, but I know now and he woke me up and he's like, you need to go to YWAM. And I had heard about it um, back in March of my senior year from a family friend and I was like, yeah, absolutely not. Like, I will not be going to YWAM. That sounds awful. Like, that sounds like a horrible Jesus Church camp, but Hawaii sounds kind of cool. But something in my spirit was like, wait, no, I need to go. And so I, um, yeah, signed up literally the next morning, about a month before it started um, in the September quarter. And praise the Lamb that I was obedient in that, surprisingly. My family was super on board. Um, and then I had my interview. During my interview, they asked you a bunch of questions like, have you ever drank? Have you ever smoked? And I was like, no, no, no. Like, I was literally high during my interview. Like, I was a train wreck. I was so broken and so lonely. Um, and during the phone call, they are like, okay, we're full right now. We'll let you know in like a week or two if we have any housing open up. Otherwise, you can do, like, our January quarter. And I, like, got off the phone, and I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not waiting to do January for something I don't even want to do. Like, I'm clearly not supposed to do this. And God definitely heard me in that because 30 minutes later, I got a text saying that somebody had dropped out and they had room for me, which I don't understand how, but it just makes me have such fear of the Lord that he needed me here. So came to my do my DTS in September, came on the plane with my vape and all my stuff with me. I was like, they'll never know I have it. Um, before I got on the bus in the Kona airport, um, I was in the bathroom, and that was the first time I felt the Holy Spirit fall upon me truly. And he just said, surrender everything you have. I'm about to renew your life. 
and I was like, okay, I guess, like, what the heck, I was, like, weeping in the bathroom, like, what's going on, I don't feel okay, I was like, it's so hot here, like, I was sweating, it was awful, um, and so I get on the bus, come, and we have our first night, and we always call it, like, Glory Sunday, or whatever, and basically the speaker was sharing his testimony about coming out of addiction, and his was way deeper and way worse than mine from the world's perspective, but the Lord met me through his story, and I radically gave my life to the Lord again, but this time it was real, um, and then after that I got to go through the six-month discipleship training school, um, where I spent three months in Kona, Hawaii, and I literally got had open heart surgery, honestly. God took everything out of me that I'd ever believed or known um, and just filled me with His love and His truth. I got set free from anxiety and depression and addiction. Um, I got set free from self-hate. I actually learned how to love. I actually felt love for the first time. Um, and then I got to go to the nations for three months to South Africa, um, where we saw thousands or over a thousand salvations, we saw hundreds of healings. I got to use my own hands and see people be healed. Um, I got to step out in the gift of faith and actually believe God would move. Um, and every time I saw God move in crazy ways, it just increased that faith even more. Like, He's so real. Um, and I am now back in Kona about to staff the DTS that I did a year ago. Um, I got, I, mean, I get to disciple people that I was in their spot a year ago, if not worse. And it's just so crazy when I look back on it, like, God, like, how? How did he do that? But it's like, he's the one who calls out each star and host one by one. Like, who am I to think he couldn't also call me? Like, he does know us by name. And he does have a call on each of our lives. And so when I, like, share my testimony right now, like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, God, like, most people listening probably aren't, like, addicted to drugs right now. And if they are, like, I hope this speaks to your heart. But you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what what do I have that, like, what does my story carry? And I think it literally just carries truth that it does not matter how far gone you are. It does not matter how deep in the world you are. It does not matter how broken and shattered your heart is. Because he's calling upon you. And he will put you back together. And he's the one who makes beauty from ashes. And so I just really feel his presence in this. That he's literally so near to us. And it doesn't just start out the salvation. It doesn't just start at the freedom. That's just the doorway into the kingdom. And there's so much more still. We literally will never be able to have the fullness of God on earth, but yet we can go after it. We can chase after his glory. We can ask him to pour it out on us. And so, yeah, that's what I just am thinking right now, honestly. I feel like my brain is so swirling. I'm like, Holy Spirit, what are you trying to say to me right now? I'm like, do I need to hear my own message? <laughs> I think sometimes I do need to hear it. 
I think sometimes I need to be reminded myself of what God brought me out of and how far he's brought me. But I had absolutely nothing to do with me. Not a single part of it was in my own flesh or in my strength. But all the glory be to him. it's just such an honor to get to sit here and to testify to what God has done in my life. Because he's moved in all of our lives. And I think sometimes that we try to push that away because we say, oh no, we're walking in freedom. But I don't want to forget what God's brought me out of. Because he didn't let me go through it for no reason. And because of what I've had to go through, God's able to use that to minister to somebody else's heart. God's able to give me fresh perspective on who he is because of the love I was able to experience. Jesus. He's truly so near to us. Constantly walking with us. Looking down on us saying, when? Like, when can I pour it out on you? When? When do you want to talk to me? When are you going to spend time with me today? Like, I just want to spend time with you. He didn't die on the cross for us to be far from him. He died so he could live in us. Whew. So he could live in us. The God who created the universe and the heavens and the earth and the stars and the sea lives in you and me. That's not a small thing. It's not at all. And so I know we started off just talking about casting the vision for this podcast, but this right now, like this is the vision. That it would be raw and real and unprofessional and a little bit chaotic, honestly, but that the Holy Spirit would be present in it. Because this is worship, and I don't show up to a worship set and cry out for glory to fall if I'm not actually looking for it. I don't want to be in a worship set, and I don't want to sit in front of this microphone if the person I'm bowed down worshiping is not standing in front of me. Because that's literally my only heart's desire. And so this is what beyond the call is. It goes beyond just the call. Because I've been called to be a missionary, I've been called to be a disciple, but none of that matters because before it all, I was called to be a daughter. And before that all, I was called for intimacy with the Lord. And I don't want to sit here and talk to you guys if I don't feel the Holy Spirit here. Because my flesh cannot do it. My flesh has nothing to give. My flesh died at salvation a year ago. My flesh died when I threw those drugs away. So I only want his spirit here. And I want it to be chaotic. (laughs) Because God is so chaotic and he's so silly and he's so fun. But yeah, he's also so organized. So he has a plan in this, not me. I'm not organized. (laughs) I'm just here 
trying to get encountered honestly. That's all I ever really want. But how can we not talk about him and how can we how can we talk about him and what he's done and how can we talk about the gifts and anointings he's given us but not welcome him into? And so I know this was so sorely. I think that's my new favorite word, sorely. But honestly, that is life. And so I think this was honestly the best way to show the vision of the podcast that it would not be planned and organized. That it would not be as structured, but that we would actually flow with the Spirit. We would just be so in tune with the Spirit. And so I just really feel right now to kind of give you guys an activation in this of not just listening to this now and not just hearing my testimony in the swirl, but I actually really want to encourage you guys to sit down with the Lord and allow Him to remind you where He's brought you from. And we say that a lot, I know, and I've heard it a million times of, Okay, yeah, he's brought me from this. He's brought me from this. But, like, he's literally brought you out of addiction. He's literally brought you out of depression. He's literally brought you out of self-hatred. That's not small. There were chains that were... There were chains wrapped around you. And he broke them off of you and you were able to go to him and hold the broken chains above and he turned them into a crown of jewels. <laughs> so I really just want to encourage you guys, take this to the Lord and say, God, like, give me a deeper understanding of why it matters. Give me a deeper understanding of what you've brought me out of and why you did it. Because it's not just about the call, I can promise you that. Japan might need you, Haiti might need you, the Middle East might need you, America might need you, but God needs you first. And you can't do anything in this life if you aren't marked by intimacy with Him. And I think the place of intimacy actually starts at understanding His love for us. And it, for me, it's really easy to understand love when you think of what He's done for you. So that's really just where I feel like I'm supposed to leave this today is just take this to the Lord. I know I will be. <laughs> that was beyond the call. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening um, and just coming into that place with me through the chaos and through the randomness, honestly. But I'm just so expectant for what the Lord wants to do with this podcast and, and how he's going to minister to each of our hearts. And So, yeah, I will see you guys next episode. Bye.